From the WIA News Hub in Queensland and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed by VK1 WIA. Hello there, I'm Graham, VK4BB. This is week commencing April 6, 2014. It is the WIA National News Service. Thousands of people were evacuated from Chile's low-lying coastal areas on Tuesday, local time, following a massive earthquake, but authorities later called off a tsunami alarm as damage seemed mostly limited. Emergency responders included the Radio Club de Chile. VK3FI medium wave beacon heard in New Zealand by Keith Hayes ZL4MD at Cromwell in deep central New Zealand. He advised he heard the beacon March the 28th at 10.27pm his local time. At first it was picked up as visible on the weak signal software Argo, then a call sign was heard by ear. The band 472 to 479 kHz is a secondary allocation in many countries and has the VK3FI beacon at Mildura in northwestern Victoria to create interest and activities. It is on most nights at 0900 UTC and remains until 2200 UTC. Do not adjust your receiver. This is not an April Fool's gag. Warrnambool VK3 residents were without television two days this week due to scheduled maintenance. We were told crews were recommissioning antennas and equipment in the Warrnambool city area. Television services shut down between 9.30am and 3.30pm on both days. Australian black box flight recorder inventor honoured. With the recent Malaysian Airlines MH370 flight disappearing, there has been much on the air about trying to find and retrieve the black box. Well, the Assistant Minister for Defence, Stuart Robert, has announced that the Canberra headquarters of the Defence Science and Technology Organisation is being named after the late David Warren, who developed the black box to help in the investigation of aircraft accidents. Dr Warren invented the black box flight recorder in the mid-1950s when employed at one of DSTO's predecessor organisations, the Aeronautical Research Laboratory at Fisherman's Bend in Melbourne. The black box is the most famous invention developed in that laboratory, which celebrates its 75th anniversary this year. The laboratory also has a worldwide reputation for pioneering aircraft fatigue testing, for which it has won two International Aeronautical Science Awards. One wonders, however, why the black box is so named when it is International Orange. Who listens to radio? VK4 FRLJ. VK4 November Victor Foxtrot. VK3 Hotel Echo November. Uh, VK2 FVK T Mobile. VK4 Bravo Foxtrot. Lockyer Valley. VK4 Zulu Delta and VK4 Delta India in the Lockyer Valley. WIA Board Talk and the voting for the election of three directors was conducted during the month of March and next week returning officer Jeff Atkinson VK3TL will report in full but suffice to say now with four nominations for three positions missing out after the many years of fine work was Bob Bristow VK6POP and joining the board is Rowan Dollar, VK2ELF. Congratulations and well done. We'll hear from Jeff next week. The ARRL thanks the WIA for its centenary well wishes. A letter of thanks to the WIA has been received regarding the ARRL reaching the milestone. ARRL President Kay Craigie 
N3KN expressed deep appreciation for the WIA's leadership in advancing the interests of Amateur Radio in Australia, the IARU Region 3 and the world. The ARRL pointed to Australia's success in attracting new people into Amateur Radio, supporting the League's conviction that Amateur Radio will thrive into the 21st century as it has done in the past. She said the ARRL looked forward to working with the WIA during the shared second centuries, living up to the example set by the founders of our organisations so many years ago. The much-talked-about PR for Amateur Radio Expo. It's almost with us. It occurs Friday, Saturday and Sunday next. The participating WIA clubs will be in parks, other public places and electronic stores with everyone invited to join them on the air. The Adelaide Hills Amateur Radio Society VK5BAR in Bel Air National Park will run a display and public station on 7.1 MHz SSB plus CW on 40 and 20 metres. Eastern and Mountain District Club VK3ER at Gels Park in Wheelers Hill will have a kite antenna if weather permits, fox hunting, HF operating and amateur TV. The radio activities VK3DQ at Ruffy Lake Park in Doncaster will be on HF, VHF, UHF in voice and digital modes. The Alara display shows that we are a hobby both genders enjoy. The Summerland Amateur Radio Club VK2SRC at the Lismore Public Library hopes to recruit a local TV presenter and politician to show SSB, FM, slow scan TV and digital modes. The Townsville Amateur Radio Club VK4WIT is at the JCAR store with a dynamic display that will encourage those attending to try out amateur radio. This one sounds very professional. The Bundaberg Amateur Radio Club VK4BW has tour guides to take visitors around the stations and displays at the Bundaberg Recreational Precinct. Now, that is a unique idea. Ipswich District Radio Club VK4WIP club rooms will explain amateur radio and operate on HF using its famous squid pole antenna. Exposure and recruitment is the aim there. Yarra Valley Amateur Radio Group VK3YVG is at JCAR in Ringwood with HF, VHF and computer-based modes and that certainly does show we are a diverse and modern activity. Shepparton and District Amateur Radio Club VK3SOL uses the Showgrounds Rotary Market for crowds as it operates on 40 metres and through the Mount Wombat Repeater and IRLP. And just arrived have been registrations from the Melbourne Electronics Radio Club in Bunnings Water Gardens and the Central Queensland Amateur Radio Association located at JCAR, Rockhampton. Demonstration stations will be calling CQ Expo. This is your opportunity to invite those on the microphone, most likely for the first time, to consider joining the wonderful hobby of amateur radio. VK1 WIA, all local news. We go around VK in 80 seconds. Around VK we go. VK2, the Oxley Region Amateur Radio Club's 39th annual field day, takes place at Port Macquarie, Saturday 7 and Sunday 8th of June at the Tacking Point Surf Life Saving Club Hall. It's, of course, in Port Macquarie. There will be all the usual attractions and events over the two days and a field day dinner at the Port Macquarie Golf Club, 6pm on the Saturday night. Fox hunts will be conducted both days. Sunday is the day for the traders and the trash and treasure tables. There's no charge to sell us, so bring your treasure. And don't forget to enter your latest project in the homebrew competition. The famous barbecue lunch will be available on both Saturday and Sunday. 
In VK3, looking for a foundation licence class in Melbourne? Enrolments close soon for foundation licence quality training and assessments at 40G Victory Boulevard, Ashburton, April 26 and 27. Contact Barry Robinson, VK3 Popper Victor, his telephone number 0428 516 001. The Moorabbin and District Amateur Radio Club are pleased to announce that 2014 Hamfest will be Saturday the 10th of May at 10am at the Southern Community Centre, Rupert Drive, Mulgrave. This is Victoria's biggest with displays and sales of new pre-loved equipment. Major door prizes, free tea and coffee, light refreshments, sausage sizzle, etc. The trade at table bookings and general inquiries can be made by contacting Graham Lewis, VK3GL. In VK4, the 18th of March, the first person to call in on the VK4 WIT Sunday morning news callbacks was the 500th callback in Townsville for the 2014 WIA board year. The lucky person turned out to be Peter VK4PQ and at the April management meeting at the TARC, he was awarded a suitable certificate designed by a very talented harmonic of the VK4 AE household presented by President Snow. And in VK5, June 7 to 9, South East Radio Club's SERG 50th Annual Convention and the Australian Fox Hunting Championship. This is VK1 WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions. www.wia.org.au From the WIA News Hub in Sydney and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed via VK1 WIA. International news with thanks to IARU, RSGB, SARL, Southgate Amateur Radio Club, ARRL, Amateur Radio Newsline, VK3PC, NZART and the worldwide sources of the WIA. I'm Jason, VK2LAW. Voice of Russia goes shortwave QRT. The shortwave on and off mystery of the Voice of Russia is now at an end. Robin Harwood, VK7 Romeo Hotel, who writes the Spotlight on SWL in column in the WIA journal Amateur Radio magazine, tells us that it appears Voice of Russia went off the shortwaves last weekend. Others have picked up the story, including the American Radio Relay League that reports the international broadcaster indeed appears to have pulled the plug on its HF transmissions. Still a few continue to doubt that this has really happened, a strange decision to take during the Ukrainian and Crimean crisis. New Zealand's Radio Spectrum Management has begun consulting on its proposal to create a general user licence for short-range devices at 49 MHz. This is within VHF Band 1, which was formerly used for television broadcasting. The consultation is open until 29th of April. VOA Radiogram, a weekly experimental Voice of America program which places digital text modes on an analogue shortwave broadcast transmitter, marked its one year on the air last weekend, 29 and 30th of March. The program included a battle of the 100-word-per-minute modes, with the same VOA news story transmitted in PSKR125, MT631000L, Thor25X4 and MFSK32. The Vienna International Amateur Radio Club operates a UN amateur radio station with the callsign 4 Uniform 1 Victor India Charlie, at Vienna International Centre, which hosts numerous UN organisations and other international organisations. 
Now they've announced that they will also operate stations under the newly released call signs of Charlie 7 Alpha and 4 Yankee 1 Alpha as a host institute. The IARC welcomes the new prefixes Charlie 7 and 4 Yankee, which are allocated to the UN organisations. Activations of these new call signs will attract attention from all over the world, which will assist promotions of these organisations as well as a whole UN system. The new call signs Charlie 7 Alpha and 4 Yankee 1 Alpha will be activated in special occasions related to the organisations as commemorative operations, such as World Meteorological Day and International Civil Aviation Day. But these new call signs C7A and 4Y1A will only count for Austria for DXCC purposes. Fernando Casanova, Echo Charlie 1 Alpha Mike Echo, has posted that back in the 1980s, while reading the Spanish magazine Hola, he found a very interesting article about movie star Marlon Brando's private island in the Pacific. Amongst the pictures he spotted were two ham radio-related ones and later posted them to the EA1URO internet discussion site. As some of you may know, Marlon Brando was licensed as KE6ZPH here in the USA and FO5GJ while in Tahiti. According to Wikipedia.com, Brando was listed in the Federal Communications Commission records as Martin Brando, B-R-A-N-D-E-A-U-X, to preserve his privacy and that he used that name while on the air. His private island was to become a luxury resort in 2013. So, EC1AME says that it's a perfect moment to remember how it looked in the 1980s. You can see these photos on the web at tinyurl.com forward slash Marlin dash Brando dash station. Meanwhile, Saturday, April 26th is when stations around the world will be on the air to celebrate International Marconi Day. This is a once-a-year opportunity to make contact with the historic Marconi locations around the world and to celebrate the birth of Guglielmo Marconi on April the 25th, 1874. At airtime, over 20 Marconi-related sites have confirmed that they'll be on board this year's celebration. These include the historic GB4IMD at Poldhu in Cornwall, England, along with VO1AA on Signal Hill in St. John's, Newfoundland, and W2MRC at Monmouth Junction in New Jersey. All stations planning to participate are urged to register in advance. Full details are at www.gb4imd.com. F5MNW will be operating stroke FR from Reunion Island through April 8th. Activity will be on the high-frequency bands using CW only. QSL via his home call sign, either direct or via the Bureau. UA3AA is on the air from Nepal using the call 9N7AA until May 23rd. Activity has been on 160 through 10 meters using CW only. Unfortunately, his current location suffers from some serious RFI issues that affect his ability to hear the calling stations. QSL Direct Only. Listeners to KLOG Radio in Kelso, Washington, tuned into dead air early on Wednesday, March 12th. This after thieves stole a small amount of copper wire from the station's transmitting site situated along Interstate Route 5. Station owner Joel Hansen said he found out about it about 3.30 a.m. Hansen found wire cutters at the site and evidence that someone may have gotten a rather nasty shock. KLOG was off the air for about 12 hours, but the station was able to be heard online. Kelso police are investigating, but so far they have no suspects. 
those stories from the Amateur Radio Newsline. You're tuned to the WIA National News Service across Australia. I'm Bill Pasternak, WA6ITF. The Wireless Institute of Australia paves the way for new amateurs to our bands. What use is an F-call? Names are important in day-to-day interaction between people. In amateur radio, you get issued with a call sign that, after a little while, takes on the role of a name. When you first become an amateur and you meet another amateur, they're likely to introduce themselves like this. Hi, I'm Ono, VK6FLAB. At first, you do a double take and wonder what the other person is smoking and where you can get some. After a while, you realise that this is quite common. If you use your own call sign for a while, you'll get to the point where it attains the status of a name. In day-to-day interactions with other amateurs, you'll refer to another amateur by either their name or their call sign. You'll recognise them by either as well. It's a little like a surname, but it's different in that this particular name only makes sense among other amateurs. It gets better. After a while, you'll start hearing call signs after the fact. Someone will say a call sign and you'll not hear it as individual letters, but as a word, and you'll be able to reconstruct it. This skill typically happens if you listen to many call signs, like when you're participating in a contest. Now for the funny part of this. Your call sign can change. If you're mobile or portable or operating in a different state, you'll slightly modify your name. When I was using a handheld in Melbourne a couple of months ago, my call sign went from VK6FLAB to VK6FLAB Portable Victoria. When that happens, your name feels different. Just for completeness, if you're doing this in Morse, the rules are slightly different, but the ACMA website tells you the whole story. Look for ACMA Portable Operation and you'll find the Amateur Operating Procedures document. It also gets pretty interesting if you operate a club call sign. You'll use that call sign instead of your own. When you do that, a tip for getting it right is to make a big sign in front of your radio with the correct call sign. You'll be amazed at how often you refer to it. Your call sign is your identity. I'm Ono, Victor Kilo 6, Foxtrot Lima Alpha Bravo. From the WIA News Hub in Queensland and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed by VK1 WIA. Operational news on Felix VK4FUQ, Dateline 2014. WIA VK Harry Angel Memorial Sprint, May 3. 1010 International Summer Contest, August 2 and 3. WIA Remembrance Day, the ID Contest, August 16 17. Manly Warringah Radio Society's Flagpole Contest, September. Amateur Radio's International Air Ambulance Week, nine days from September 28. Special Event Stations, DX Beacon, Repeater and Netadvice. Many Anzac Day events are planned. At the Tumby Bay RSL Hall on South Australia's Spencer Gulf Coast will be Alan Grumpy Way, AX5PBZ, using the CWNAM, the modes used in World War I, II, Korea and Vietnam. Operating from 10am until 4pm local time, AX5 PBZ will be on 144.4, 7 7110, 14.250 and 28.155 MHz. With DCR Reflector 1C for voice. At Ballarat Football Oval and Showgrounds in Victoria is to be a portable station by John O'Carr. VK3 FMPB, Wilfred MI, VK3 DWA and others. The site, the 39th Battalion, was formed in World War I. For several years, Anzac Day has had an event begun by Mike Banjo Patterson, VK4MIK. 
involving members of the Tableland Radio Group and the Townsville Amateur Radio Club. It involves military sites plus HMAS ship museums around Australia. More on the actual participation in the event, Howard followed a conversation with a former Coast Watcher, closer to Anzac Day. Now a look at the DX letterboard and how it works. Hello, this is Bob, VK3SX, the Federal WIA Awards Manager. We have reintroduced this month the DX leaderboard after many years of absence. Simply it is this, list of who has worked the most DXCC and the most band slots by mode used to determine DX of the Year awards. The rules are simple. The leaderboard is compiled in real time for each calendar year. Awards will be made for the most DXCC verified and the most open CW phone and digital slots verified. First place will be awarded, but second and third places are shown on the leaderboard. To qualify, QSA must be verified by paper, EQSL or logbook of the world. All bands are included. <clears throat> the winners will be determined at the AGM of the following year. Simply log on to the awards program on the WIA website for further information. 73s, good morning. This is Bob, VK3SX. Moroccan Mobile Op. Operators Leo, PD0HFP and Franz, PA5CA will be travelling through the Moroccan Desert and the Atlas Mountain Range in a 4x4 Jeep Wrangler between April the 5th and the 20th. They plan to be active as CN2CA using 86 metres. QSL via PA9M by the Bureau. Joe W5FJG has been assigned to the Munson Scott South Pole Station and will be operating from KC4AAA, the amateur radio station there. He will operate SSB only on weekdays and some weekends through the winter season until November 2014. Almost all activity is currently on 20 metres on or near 14 to 43 kilohertz. QSL to Larry Skelton, K1IED. Westlake celebrate their 50th birthday. In recognition, they have been granted the special call sign VI2ATZ50, which they will be using all this month, April. International Marconi Day is listed as April 26. We heard earlier of this activity. Well, Hornsby and District Amateur Radio Club in Sydney will operate VK2IMD on that day. Celebrating the Hamanako Flower Expo. On the air, keep an ear open for special event station 8N2HHH. Active in all bands and modes until June the 16th. This is in celebration of Japan's Hamanako Flower Expo on the island of Honshu. When you make contact, please QSL as directed on the air. For VK1 WIA National News, I'm Felix VK for FUQ Inningham. Across Australia from VK1 WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service in VK5. It can be heard on VK5 RLZ on 439.975 MHz at 0900 hours Sunday. It is also relayed to the northern rural area on 2 metres on 145.000 MHz and on 160 metres on 1.843 MHz. I'm Alan, VK5, Mike Alpha Kilo. I'm Brian, VK3GR, with this week's worldwide special interest group news, beginning with Final Frontier. A greetings message from the President of the Republic of Lithuania, Dalia Grubuskaite, has been transmitted by the amateur radio satellite LituanicaSat1. She is believed to be the first president of any nation to have a greetings message sent from space since President Eisenhower in 1958.
In 2013, the President of the Republic of Lithuania visited the Science, Communication and Information Centre at Vilnius University. There she saw the amateur radio CubeSat Lithuanica Sat 1. Using a handheld radio on the call sign LY5N, she transmitted through the satellite's FM transponder. Her words, greetings to all Lithuanians around the world, were recorded on a memory chip in the satellite and the message was successfully transmitted from space on March 22nd. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, ILLW. International Lighthouse event is going strong. With 30 countries and more than 190 registrations so far, the International Lighthouse and Lightship Weekend, held in August, is the premier ham fun event. The popular annual event began two decades ago, based on the earlier Scottish Northern Lighthouses Activity Weekend. Attention is now on who will be honoured as this year's 200th registration. The 100th to be registered was the Point Lowly Lighthouse by the Wyala Amateur Radio Club, VK5BWR. That coincides with Wyala's annual show, and some of its visitors will also come to the heritage-listed lighthouse complex built in 1883 on South Australia's Spencer Gulf. The basic objective of the weekend is to increase public awareness, preservation and restoration of old maritime structures, plus promotion of amateur radio and to foster goodwill. Each year it gets stronger, with more than 500 registrations from 54 seagoing nations last year. On-air activity was enormous, and many issued special QSL cards. Event statistics are online, and since 2002, those taking part can report on their experiences. Facebook and Google Earth Maps are there too. To register a lighthouse, lightship or maritime beacon, or see the event guidelines for August the 16th and 17th, visit the website www.illw.net. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Military. Bletchley Park Codebreakers, one of the last surviving wartime codebreakers, has died at age 93. Captain Raymond Jerry Roberts, who died recently following a short illness, was part of a team at Bletchley Park in Buckinghamshire, which helped to crack the German tunny system used by Hitler, Mussolini and other high-ranking generals during the Second World War. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Rescue Radio to the Weissen Net. Weissen Queensland holds a net every Sunday on 7075 kHz from 8.30am. The net calls in regular stations and then invites new stations to call in. If conditions are poor on 7 meg, net control might move to around 3600 kHz depending on how pliable the net operators are. So mix it with other Weissen ops and call in on the net. Garrick 14 Huntsville website is alive. The ARRL Alabama section and the Huntsville Hamfest have announced further details for the Global Amateur Radio Emergency Communications Conference in August. Garrick 14 focuses on the application of advanced technologies available in emergency communications. All emergency communication-minded radio amateurs and professionals are invited to attend. The Garrick 14 website contains a lot of information. An agenda to be finalised later is to include reports by IARU regions, those involved in recent MCOM work, and the technology that can be used. Finally, in special interest group news, Clive VK6CSW reminds us once again, tomorrow is the first Monday of the month, and that means it's time for the Radio Amateurs Old Timers Club of Australia's News and Information Bulletin to go to air. And here he is. Tomorrow's RAOTC bulletin can be heard on a variety of HF, VHF and UHF frequencies, but the two main HF 20-metre broadcasts are at 0100 and 0200 UTC. At 0100 UTC, the bulletin is beamed northwards from Melbourne 
on 14.150 MHz upper sideband for Eastern States listeners, while an hour later, at 0200 UTC, the transmission is beamed westward for Western Australian listeners, again on 14.150 MHz. Also at 0200 UTC, there will be transmissions from Perth on 40 metres on 7060 kHz lower sideband and also via all linked NewsWest repeaters. In addition to these broadcasts, throughout the day, local operators transmit the bulletin on a number of HF, VHF and UHF frequencies. To find a time and frequency for your local area, please visit the RAOTC website at www.raotc.org.au. Once again, that's www.raotc.org.au. Tomorrow, 91-year-old Alan Cruther, VK3SM, tells of a couple of amusing reminiscences during his long life in radio. Everyone, REOTC members and non-members alike, is cordially invited to listen to the bulletin and to participate in the callbacks afterwards. So once again, the April REOTC bulletin can be heard tomorrow, Monday, April the 7th. 7-3 from Clive, VK6CSW. Thanks, Clive. That's all from Clive. This is all from me, Brian, VK3GR, and here's some more from Graham. Thanks, Brian. Well, I've only got one thing to add, and that is thanks for listening and bye for now. Yes, we've reached the end of WIA National News. Now, don't forget, all details, all the points of contact that you've heard about today are best read when you visit wia.org.au and read the text edition. Far too much detail to bring you in the audio news service. So until we meet again, I'm Graham VK4BB. Walk softly. In the nation's capital with amateur radio news from across the globe, this has been the WIA National News Service. Local news and callbacks follow on most affiliates. We'd appreciate you checking in. VK1WIA. We've reported. You decide.